Welcome to Monday and another episode of Patroma Therapy. Today, we're going to talk about how there's no place to hide. Or maybe, maybe we don't want to talk about it because then people can find us. But hiding and shadow self and trying to find a place to hide, uh, I think was inspired by you. You were talking about goldfish have no place to hide. Checking. Okay, I've been talking Welcome. for about like, I've been talking for four minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was here. I know. Oh, I, I didn't just, know if uh, you were there. I was hiding. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was hiding. And uh, yeah, welcome. I just want to know you are valued and I am valued and uh, we are listened to based on the number of subscribers. I just had a look this morning. We have 94. Go figure. Very good. Well, you know, we have a, we have a new subscriber. <clears throat> he goes by the name Justin Traveler and he has his own uh, YouTube channel and he uh he travels different places and has some wonderful uh, uh, video footage of uh, of Sweden and other places that he's that he's visited, and he has really interesting music. So, uh, welcome to Justin Traveler. You're just in time for another another episode, and of course, uh, our dear friend Michael who is not in Albuquerque at the moment. I believe he's traveling all over Malaysia or, or someplace. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry too. Yes, well, uh, just as a brief introduction, last night was, uh, Oh, it really wasn't so long ago. Last night was Sunday, and some friends got together and uh, invited me over. Uh, my friend David and Haley were making uh, chicken tortilla soup. And then another fellow was there, too, and he had a bottle of bourbon, and someone had a case of Dos Equis beer, and it was kind of foggy and cloudy. And then I came over and I had I had an onion and I brought a, a can of tomatoes and um, so we just got together and kind of uh, made some soup and and drank a little bit of beer and it was a, it was a great way to wrap up uh, the weekend which was yesterday and now it's Monday. So you know I don't want to say I'm just a little bit hungover but i just said i'm just a little bit hungover but i'm i'm remedying that i'm having some oatmeal with some raisins and walnuts and butter in it and i'm having a small cup of coffee are, are you hiding in any any drink right now or are you just drinking water no, I, 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 it's strange that I had a bottle of Jack Daniels the other day, but I didn't even feel buzzed, a little bit, maybe. But because the, the thing with whiskey is you don't drink it like by shots, because you, you have to sip it. And when you sip it, it probably just uh, 
takes time to uh, what's that word anyway to process and uh, in the meantime you're like always high but not too high <laughs> Right, and I don't right. have any hangover. I I don't need another drink. And uh, but then again, hangover is good because it only lasts a day. But memories you had last a lifetime. For for instance, exactly. you had a day the other day. You remember it for the rest of your life. But the hangover will be over tomorrow, right? Yes. And and the thing is, I usually don't do shots. I I uh, was going to just have a beer because this beer tastes really, really good with this this sort of spicy taco soup, you know. And But then this other guy was there and he was wearing kind of a cat in a hat, Dr. Seuss hat. And he was sitting there drinking a Miller Highlight beer. And his name was Bob. And, and my brother's name is Bob. And you know what Bob spells Spelled backwards is B O B. Robert. The word Bob B O B. If you spell it backwards, what is it? B O B. So what, it's what's, the same your, what's your what's your point? point? <laughs> okay, the point is that Bob had brought this bottle of whiskey, and basically. David and Haley were just going to drink beer and I was going to just drink beer, but everyone was being very friendly. Also, Bob brought cookies that had uh, chocolate chips in them. So um, like you say, you know, you don't, you don't do shots because uh, you're not in large crowds with people buying drinks for you and, and forcing alcohol on you, right? You're, you're just a calm guy who just sips his whiskey. But but you know that's good. That's no no good. no. So, I have now. I want to have a spicy soup. Uh, I I like soup. I am um, between soup and love. What would you choose? I mean, right now I would probably prefer soup. Me too. I want soup so much. <laughs> soup and the spicier the better. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, Haley likes it with jalapenos cut up in it, which makes it eat jalapenos on the side. So there's little extras you can add on the side. So there's the basic soup that, that David made, which has like onions and tomato and shredded chicken. And, oh, gosh, I don't know what else was in there. Chicken stock and, and tomatoes. And he, he kind of simmered it for a while. So it was a little, a little bit thick, but not too thick. And then on the side, you can cut up a little green onions and you can cut You, you can add uh, shredded cheese. You can add crispy chips when you um serve it so uh it was perfect for a for a, a well i don't think we're in winter yet winter starts december the 21st but but we're moving we're moving into colder days yeah what no, kind of what, soup do you, you like? you've, you've given me such a detailed description of, of the ingredients i actually i feel aroused a little bit but but i think that the women just women have that primeval desire or instinct to make soup, don't they? Oh, you mean, because, oh, I, mean I think you meant to make men aroused. Well, maybe it's just me, and I could be wrong, but but yeah, maybe that, because they, they can feed soup to anybody who looks like a likely candidate. For, for soup <laughs> exactly. <eating. laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> 
See, like back in the caveman days, you know, you know, in the time where we weren't, uh, we didn't drive cars, we weren't living in high rise buildings and we didn't have GPS. You know, the idea of a man was to go out and hunt, you know, at first he would have his coffee or whatever he would have, and he would go out and hunt with his man friends and he'd like bring back some beast that the woman would then, you know, cook and they would sit and eat and, and lay around and like, you know, those were the days. And so the woman, cave woman, was hanging out at the cave. You know, maybe she has a little cave baby or maybe they have a cat or a snake or some kind of, you know, pets. But, uh, you know, coming home and smelling uh, the smell of cooking, I think, is something really, really wonderful. I, 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 loved, uh, I, I loved, you know, as I was growing up, I would, you know, wake up from a nap or wake up sometime and my mother had been cooking something or I'd go over to my grandmother's house and you walk into the house and you smell, oh, she's been cooking something. Do you have any memories of walking into a house and smelling someone's been cooking something? Mm -hmm. I wish I had a cave where a cave woman would make a cave soup for, for me. I'm a bit a caveman myself. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you can you probably, we don't, that much different from people who lived two billion years ago, because you can take the man out of the cave, but I think the cave is always with you. You can't take the caveman out of the man. Yes, yeah, and, and you know, uh, there is an expression that I'm not sure if all of our subscribers know. I don't mean to s assume that some of them might not know it. I mean, I know that Tony Carnes knows it. I know that Mark Stevens knows it. I know that, well, Ralphie Boy and Michael and Tatanya. Well, I'm okay. So the expression is man cave. The idea is that a man needs to have a place to go. And during my grandfather's time, the house was the domain of the woman, but he had his garage, his little garage off to the back. It's like a little, a little wooden house. And he had his, a little small, um, uh, refrigerator in there. He had his beer and he had his cigarettes and he had a, like a, a little pinup calendar of some like sexy girls in bikinis and he had all his tools to work on his car and sometimes you know he would just go back there into his man cave and just you know, just get away from it all you know or maybe he and my uncle would be out there and they were all getting right they were getting ready to maybe they had come back from deer hunting because uh we're in deer season right now and uh uh, the philosopher truck driver, Jaredin, was just uh, posting about uh, he, he had just killed some deer and now he was, uh, you know, dressing it, which means like turning it into, uh, you know, sausage and steaks and stuff like that. But I know that the idea of a man cave, it's not that the man is hiding. It's just that a man sometimes needs to get away and just be with his buddies or be on his own and not be constantly nagged by his wife or his 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 cave woman. It is funny so you brought that up because we men we want to be alone but not lonely. We we, we need uh, like the family and wife just to be nearby and we had this man cave. We need this man cave place because we keep all our favorite stuff in there and then do what we want, right? Because what happens mm -hmm. in the man cave stays in the man cave. And uh, I used to be when I was young, uh, 
it used to be like my room, but then I got married. So now uh, I need a man cave. Well, you know, there's a there's a painting. Uh, I guess it's a painting. I've always seen it as a print. It's called Dogs Playing Poker. And uh, I think you and I have joked off and on over the, the years about this uh, painting. It just shows some dogs playing poker and one's the dealer and some of them are looking at their cards and, and maybe there's some beer on the table. But, uh, you know, some some men like to go out and just like play poker with their friends or drink and just just get away from the, the wife and the worries and the financial responsibility. And I, I think that... Um, I think that's good. And, you know, and when the men are away, are away then uh, the women are, are also doing womanly, womanly things. So maybe they're having some drinks in the late afternoon and talking about different things that are going on. So I, th I think the man cave and just sort of getting away is, is, is very natural. Of course, uh, you know, during, during the pandemic, we'll, we were all away. It was kind of weird, but you know we're in post-pandemic times now. Is that what they call it? I don't know what they call it anymore. I don't pay attention to to news anymore. I just I'm so tired of following all these awful things that keep happening. But but the, speaking of dogs playing poker, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I I remember I actually you didn't I maybe you haven't seen that picture of the painting before I told you, was it three years ago? Anyway, and I came across it watching the movie called The Accountant. And uh, there was a guy, I, I think the Ben Affleck, does that ring any bell? Do, do you know that yeah. such an actor? Yeah, ben Affleck yes. was an accountant. It rings a bell, but go on, keep going. It no, was no. a movie with, yeah, no, I know. Ben so Affleck you're on was the bell. His, you're I know, on the bell, I was just, No, it's not over. Don't panic. Don't don't be nervous. I've just you said, does that ring a bell? Which means, you know, does that remind you of anything? And oh. I just was adding sound effects. Sweet. So he said uh, he he I don't know. He spoke to Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick played the another accountant, I think, in charge. And he said, I, I like dogs playing poker because dogs would never bet on things. I guess that's what he said. Because so it's incongruous. I, I like incongruity. And I, I thought, damn, that, that's what I have said had I been next to Anna Kendrick. See my yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What would you say if you, if you meet Anna Kendrick or Ben Affleck? Uh, I would say, um, oh, gosh, you know, I will, I will kind of maybe be stunned a little bit. I would just be kind of like, wow. There you are. And they would say, what's your name? And I would say, why don't you guess? And then I would just start playing mental games with them. So I'm kind of into mental gymnastics. It's so, like, sorry. yeah, I mean, that's how I hide. One of the ways I hide myself when I'm like at a party with some friends and I don't really want someone to really get to know me, but I have, to, I'm at the party and I just start like talking a bunch of nonsense. So I go, oh, guess what my name is? Or, oh, let me guess what your name is. So usually for men, I'll say, oh, I bet your name is either Chris or Michael. And they go, oh, my God, how did you know my name is Michael? I swear, 75% of the time I'm right. Their name is either Michael or Chris. 
and you know they they want to guess my name and they look at me and they say well i mean you're wearing a hat i go rhymes with hat they go are are you the cat in the hat i go no my name is not cat and they go then someone else says like oh is your name pat in the hat and then i smile and and then i have i have uh tricked them into not getting to know me, but just like playing mental games. Do, do you have a, do you have a t-shirt with your name on? No. Well, I have, I have a, I have a bunch of name tags. I have all these name tags the, at the Arboretum, which is this 40, uh, 60, I don't know, 66 acres of, of land on White Rock Lake that has a beautiful mansion and, it's botanical gardens and they have tulips there and they have tours and it's a fabulous place. Anyhow, I used to volunteer to be a docent in the house and give tours. It's, a you know, explaining about the architecture and wandering around and talking. And so if you're a docent, you get a name tag and it has a, a big D on it, like D for, for Dallas Arboretum. And I, and every year they give you a different different one one is one year it's green with white and the next year it's white with green so i happened to be at this um i don't know bar or somewhere hanging out and uh oh it was i don't know it was like an art party and i i was wearing this green paisley long dress and and i have green eyes and i thought well i'm just gonna wear my uh arboretum name tag and so i'm you know standing around art people and some, someone said and everybody was drinking a little bit and someone said oh my gosh are you with the dallas morning news because dallas morning news is the, the the newspaper i go yes i am they go wow now did the name tag say dallas morning news with my name on it no it said Dallas Arboretum volunteer with my name on it. But people, you know, just they just see what they want to see. They, they don't they don't uh, see what's really there. Do you have a T-shirt with your name on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. Um... I don't think you wear t-shirts because it's cold. You're sad now? Yeah. You, what is your you anxiety level? Can Can you tell me if it's above five? Oh, I feel great. I feel great. I, I was drinking for several hours yesterday. I had this amazing soup. I now have oatmeal. Today, I'm meeting somebody who said she only has 45 minutes in her schedule, but she would like to meet either for like, barbecue burgers or brisket imagine being so busy that you have to tell someone you only have 45 minutes um i can't imagine it i apologize okay but, but you're sad i am somehow maybe it's a schizophrenia or something but sometimes I feel good and next minute I feel so sad and tired and discouraged. Uh, 
Maybe maybe I'm an alcoholic. Maybe that's why. Because that's, <laughs> well, I, you I know, don't know. I've I've never been to therapy. Uh, I've never been to AA right, meeting. You're in therapy right now. Now, schizophrenic. So so there's psychotic diagnosis, and then there's neurotic diagnosis. So psychotic means break from reality. So, for example, you think spiders are crawling on you. You think someone's talking to you inside the mirror. You think somebody wants you to uh, jump off these, this, this ledge. So that's, that is a break with reality. So schizophrenia is a psychotic diagnosis. What you have is neurosis, neurotic behavior, N-E-U-R-O-T-I-C. I have it too. So all the anxiety disorders are classified under neurosis. And also, you might have, myself included, me, me and you, which would be me, we, we, we might have a little bit of, of well, it's a spectrum. I think it's they call it manic depressive, but it's really a spectrum. Like sometimes I feel like so energetic. I want to write something. I'm going to get my guitar out and learn how to play that again. Or like, oh my gosh, I have to go to this community garden and collect vegetables. Like that's kind of manic behavior. Like you can't do all that in one day. And then maybe I go to the garden and I collect some vegetables and I come back and I make some soup and I see my guitar sitting there and then I feel suddenly sad because I told myself I was going to pick up the guitar again. So that that's that's an example of manic depressive. So you say you sometimes have low energy but sometimes you feel like doing stuff and and you say you're going to go maybe you're going to chop wood or maybe you're going to cut down some trees at your summer house and then you just go out to your summer house and and uh, sit by the fire or have a drink or I don't know M maybe well, you're 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 on the, you're a spec you're on the spectrum wow you you are the real experts in, in schizophrenia and neurosis because um, well, I, I taught it I taught it. I taught when you teach psychology that like in high school that, that, that like the two classifications are like, do you know what the well, okay, the diagnostic and statistical manual is published by the uh, American Psychological Association. So they classify all the different disorders. Mm. Well, it, enough about me. <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about Sigmund Freud and uh, Carl Jung and some other uh, psychologists. And, you know, uh, Freud started off as a, as a doctor and he wrote in 1899 uh, his, his famous work, uh, The Interpretation of Dreams. And how did he find all these dreams? Well, he found these women who would come to his office and they would have these various problems. And, you know, like a good man, he said, why don't you lay down on my couch and tell me about it? Well, he sat in a chair and uh, took notes and the women would talk about different things that they were dreaming about. And so Freudian psychology 
you know, is one of the foundations of, of psychology. Are you feeling better now or worse? No, I, I'm trying to remember the dream I had the other day. Or was it, was it two days before? I don't remember. And I can't. Also, I I could have probably, I should have written it down once I was up. But uh, I don't know. I didn't. Now I don't remember. I was going to I was gonna share it with you and uh, try to interpret it. But now it's, you know, it's all gone. It, well, you know, one of the things, <clears throat> one of the things that people can do when you want, like, there's times when I'm, I'm, I'm dreaming a lot. And there's times when I'm not, I don't really seem to be dreaming or remembering my dreams so much. But one of the things you can do is, like, I know you're a modern man and you don't like a lot of papers and pencils and stuff. And you like to read things on online. You like to read stories online. But like, I mean, you have probably some books too, but, but just put a little pad of paper and a, a, a pencil or you could even go buy like a little journal and just set it next to your bed and just jot down things because the time between waking and when you put your foot on the floor to get up out of bed is a very rich time where the imagery is fresh, the feelings are fresh. But by the time you go take a shower, go sit down and have a cup of coffee and flip through a newspaper, then you think like, gosh, what was that dream about? And then suddenly you remember like, Oh yeah, there was a baby crawling towards the edge of a cliff. I, I had this dream of being in this old house, and it was like several stories, like a, maybe like a three-story house. And I had gone upstairs into the attic, attic, A-T-T-I-C, and I glanced and I saw maybe like a a child walking on these unstable boards, walking towards a little window. And I kept thinking someone needs to get the child because if they make a false step or if they go too close to the window, they're going to fall off the edge. And I actually wrote that dream down and I took it to a therapist friend of mine over at Holy Trinity where Father Don used to be the the pastor over there and I talked to Elia about this dream. So what do you think it might mean? Pretend that no, you're I a like, therapist. I, I liked how you described this, how you spoke about it. Uh, I felt like you've really opened up for a moment. Like you didn't try to keep anything, to hold anything back, and like. Okay, now I'm starting to feel nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You know. No, when, when I when I. Okay. No. Well, I'm I'm just messing with you. Sometimes I'm trying to this humor thing. It's interesting because sometimes you uh, say something, people take you seriously, and sometimes you try to have a joke around, but, but. Um, it doesn't uh, go. Well. Yeah, it doesn't end well. <laughs> well, you know, well. You know, with that dream, when I was talking to Miss Elia about it, she said, well, you know, Pat, you are, okay, so I'm the observer, I'm observing, and she said, and you're also the child, and, and you are, you are close to the edge, and 
you're a little bit afraid that that the child's going to go over the edge. I mean, we spent half 45 minutes deconstructing this analysis together, you know, and she would ask me a couple questions. So in the dream, I am the person watching the dream. I'm also the person that feels a little bit like rescuing the child, but the, but the, um, the bottom line on the dream was she was asking me about what was, how did I feel? I go, well, I was kind of excited and apprehensive, like, but it wasn't fear. I didn't, I was not afraid. And what, what we concluded together as we sort of unraveled the dream is that I like living on the edge and that there's a kind of an adrenaline rush of doing exciting, fun, amazing things. And that I'm actually okay because I know how far to go and when to stop. Do you, She's, speaking of inner, inner child, do you want to say something that your inner child may need to hear? <laughs> There's this really great song, Keep on Dancing. Da -da 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 Keep on Dancing. <laughs> it's like that Peanuts cartoon, like, you know, Charles Schultz has that cartoon and there's Charlie Brown and Lucy and and uh, Pigpen and all, you know, Schroeder and all those people. And, and they have some little cartoons or animated uh, specials where, you know, where they're dancing and playing the piano and just laughing and having fun. So I guess I would just tell my inner child just to keep on keeping on. Wow, that's 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 wonderful. I think that is a great moment to wrap our episode up. And uh, I, agree. I, I, I agree. I'm a bit jealous. I'm a bit jealous because you, you, you found the perfect answer to my question. Was it, which would oh. have put me to the dark side of the moon, but you were right <laughs> away with the ready answer, and here you are on the bright side. Yeah, uh, but I, don't forget, don't forget, I had like, like probably like. Three beers and two, two <laughs> shots last yeah, night. I, saw, and now I was going to say that, but I said, no, I, I stopped. No, no. And no, then I, I had, you know, I had about like five hours of sleep that I have had like a cup of coffee and like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Amen to yeah. that. Okay. Well, thanks for, for listening and uh, we appreciate everybody's attention and, uh, you know, keep, keep on dancing. Keep on.